Spin me Heather Chapter 1 Angelina opens the back door leading into the old blockbuster building. The door has rust in its hinges and needs a quick forceful push to disperse the eroded layers of metal caught in it. A blow of a sweet and stale taste of rust meets dust hits her in the face. The individual particles are visibly dancing before Angelina's eyes. Ahead of her stretches a long corridor, lit only through the light let in by the door. She encouragingly waves to Yun and Dex. She achieved her part of the dare and the two boys stare at each other wide-eyed and unsure. The goatish mocking from Angelina hits them by the ears as she compares the two to two long-necked geese who made a lot of noise earlier about being fearless men and now turn to very self-conscious thumbsuckers who are waiting for mama to sweep them off their feet and into her arms. The mocking works. Their legs swiftly move on their own in spite of their apprehensions, eager not to show more fear than the girl. Within seconds they reach the door from the bushes. Angelina calls out to them from within the corridor, with her torchlight securely strapped to her head. Yun finds two loose bricks he sees laying on the ground and uses them to keep the door open by placing one brick on each side to stop a random gust of wind from accidentally locking them in. Angelina yells at them to hurry up already and the two pick up the pace and follow through. The blockbuster, a movie renting store chain that Netflix made collapse, is part of a small shopping complex of nine other units. Split between the ground floor and first, the entire complex had been unused since 2007. The corridor is hauled in darkness and a suppressed feeling runs through the air. The three approach a corner that leads onto two doors facing each other. Dex goes ahead and tries the door on the left. It is heavy and made from solid metal. It remains locked without as much as a squeak in response to Dex's efforts. Yun tries the door on the right. It is made out of simple wood. It swings open silently as if someone had oiled the hinges regularly over the years. Beyond the door, he sees a concrete staircase that becomes gradually more visible as it fully opens. Other than the lights from the head-mounted torches shining a way forward, there is no other source of brightness. The staircase that leads down is completely unlit and appears pitch dark as if someone coated the concrete walls with used black motor oil. Dion and Dax look at each other with blank expressions, but their eyes say, is this a good idea? Angelina squeezes past them, effecting an agitated, get out of my way, you cowards, shoulder shove. She walks a few good steps ahead and brings out her handheld torchlight and shines it down the gap in between the staircase. The stairwell has an unusual blackness to it and seems so thick. It's as if her light is trying to shine through dark, oily water at night. Their torches appear as needles of light in this thickly dark space. Surprisingly, as far as she can see, it seems to go down further than two levels. Dex calls out to her. What? What do you see? Angelina replies. It goes down quite a bit. Did you guys know about this? The boys shrug. Yun and Dex are the age of 12 and Angelina 11. 
they too join her and begin observing, listening, and carefully searching their environment for any noise, possible security personnel or systems, and any other signs of life. Their search only returns the greetings of silence. Yun runs back up the stairs to the door and places a book from his rucksack onto the door sill to stop it from shutting. Just in case, says Yun happy that he brought it. Confident that the exits are secured, they gradually move down the flight of stairs, going where their curiosity leads them. On the tiptoes, they quietly move down one level and light their way around. Hmm? This level has no door. Maybe on the next? asks Dex. Yeah, it's nothing going on here. Let's go to the next one, says Angelina half bored, half curious. They reach the next floor down, their lights touching the walls as they do. Huh? Again? Why is there no door on this level either? Asks Dex, irritated. What is the point of this? It's like we're going to an underground car park. I never heard that this shopping center had one. Did you guys? Ask Angelina for confirmation. Dex shrugs his shoulders while Yun lights his torch down between the staircase. Guys, this keeps going. I mean going. They join him to see for themselves. And as if on cue, the three move down the stairs again and reach the next level. What the? Dex's words drift off. Angelina is silent. A tense concentration becomes clearly visible on her face. What's the matter, Angelina? Asks Dex, worried for her. One more. She says pressingly and moves ahead before the two get to say anything. The sound of their feet hitting the stairs hard soon follow. How? Why? screams Angelina and runs down to the next floor without stopping. Yun and Dex pass the level and confirm it has no door and follow after her. Angelina blasts past that level too. Angie, wait! says Dex, irritated. Their lights bounce up and down the concrete steps as they don't let up either and can hear Angie move down one level yet again. Angie, stop! What's gone into you? Calm down! yells Dex through his teeth, frustrated. Yet another level comes that she skips without a break in her motions. Her legs seem possessed and carry her continually down the stairs. After a while, the sound of her feet come to a halt. The boys catch up to her. Angelina stands in front of another wall, a wall without a door. Okay, this officially is weird, says Yun. What is this place exactly? More importantly, Angie, why did you run like that? The staircase so far has no doors, so what? Asked Dex pointedly. It's strange. If there was a car park down here and the staircase was meant to go straight to it, then why the landings on each floor? Why is there not a spiral staircase like in a church cathedral? Thinks you not loud. Angie does not answer but keeps staring at the wall. How many levels below are we? Asks Yum. No idea, definitely more than six, replies Dex. If we are gonna check this out any further, I say let's go home, regroup and bring some more tools like glow sticks and spray paint to mark where we were when it eventually does split into different directions, says Yun cautiously. I wanna bring my baseball bat and my slingshot just in case we meet trouble, says Dex. Angie blasts past the two and up the stairs, Yun and Dex set after her immediately. This time, there are no in-between stops. 
No one speaks as the steps melt together in the chaos of fast breaths, dangling torchlights and an adrenaline-filled chase. She's light and quick on her feet, notes Yun mentally as he pushes two, three steps at a time. A floor after the other they climb and the exhausting pace continues and as their legs start to experience a hot electric rush mixed with a slow grinding pain, an oncoming cramp. Another three floors up and Angelina's toes clip the staircase edge, sending her collapsing down onto them. She manages to hold some of the fall by bracing herself with her hands, but the damage is done. Ow, moans Angelina as she sucks in air sharply while the boys quickly catch up to her. Angie, they yell concerned. Dex quickly lands by her side, supporting her head with his arm. Yun lights her up from head to toe with his torchlight. Them are bruises for sure. Can you move your ankles, Angie? Asks Yun. She moves the ankles. It pains a bit, but I can move them. She bites her lips. <clears throat> but the steps clipped at one good, moans Angelina through her gritted teeth. Have some water. Dex moves into his rucksack and hands her his fresh mini flask. She grabs it and takes a few generous gulps of cool spring water pre-mixed with apple juice. Ah, that is good stuff, says Angelina in a relieved groan. Yep, can't beat sweet, freshly crushed apples and sparkling spring water, replies Dex proudly. Rest a few minutes, we will be out of here soon, says Dex reassuringly. Thanks Dex, I won't be too long replies Angelina back to him warmly, feeling Dex's encouragement. Yun moves towards the staircase gap and lights upwards. Hmm, looks like we're still a bit away from where we started, notices Yun. Yeah, we did kind of storm down like water meeting a drain. Yeah, I'd say we got some climbing to do, says Dex, winking at her. Yun can't help but to smile sharply, turning away from them. Shut up, Dex, and stop smiling, Yun. I know you are. She says in an obviously faked, scolding tone. Just a few minutes pass when Angelina begins to try putting weight on her ankle. It somewhat holds. Dex grabs her under the arm and lifts her from the shoulders. Yun springs to her other side and does the same. She tries a few steps, then another and another. So they move up, step by step. When we come back with our gear, this surely will be an adventure. What if we find some kind of Paris catacomb kind of deal down here? Says Yun excitedly. Man, this better be a one-round deal to a hidden abandoned car park or something. Then we can make it our secret base instead of twisty multiple-choice routes. I don't want to get lost, says Dex, half excited and half hopeful. They climb many steps and move through the levels and take two more breaks for Angelina to rest her ankle. Then the boys notice Angelina's silence. A tense concentration builds up on her face, and this time they don't need her to say it. The feeling is mutual. Dex speaks in her stead. We have moved up eight flights of stairs since you fell. We should have seen the door by now, even if we miscounted. With their lights, they search the walls around them and up the gap between the staircase and see no obvious end. Angelina builds up a painfully worried expression on her face. An expression reacting to the slowly approaching feeling of doom. From the back of her mind, her worries send her images that don't build a clear picture, but more so a feeling, as if the walls are slowly closing her in. 
a sensation that unravels gradually to a point that upon emerging spells out her worries clearly to her. There is no way out. Snap out of it, Ange. We probably just got excited and miscounted real good. Let's go up, right, Jun? Yeah, come on. It just feels longer because we stormed down here so fast compared to now. Dex's eyes light up. You see, Ange? It makes sense. It's just time, that's all. Angelina nods with appreciation. She feels a crackling fire in her. The two looked like peanut boys before, but they stepped right up when it mattered. In their eyes, she sees fire. A fire that feels warm and encouraging, drying away the wet, dreary mood of doom from before. What's gone into me? Of course we'll get out of here. Look at those two. Just look at them. She giggles audibly. What? asks Dex. His eyes light up and a wide smile appears. Yun blushes a bit and thinks half comically and half proudly. Some fine nights we are, yes sir, and nods to her, indicating they should get moving. To which he says with swag, forget about it, let's go. Supporting her from the shoulders, they continue to move up. Minutes pass as the three move further, but looking intensely for a way out. Thick sweat begins to form and drip down Dex's eyebrows. Some of it goes into his left eye. He wipes it away. The stairwell feels warm. The tension pulsates through Dex's veins. They visibly show on his forehead. They had to reassure Angelina when she seemed to have lost her confidence in this seemingly trapped situation. This place presents and it was up to him and Yun to lighten up the mood. Twenty minutes have passed. Twenty minutes of slow, careful walking. Twenty minutes since they laughed together. Black is the matter. Everyone has gone quiet, step by step, level after level. The situation remains the same and the air is thick from the concentrated concrete dust particles floating along in the dark, made briefly visible in the air through their weakening torchlights. Dex, look, yells Yon exhausted, but suddenly very hopeful. Dex is nearly too fearful to turn his head onto false hope, but turns it nonetheless and jumps to life as the door out finally is in sight. There we go. Look, Angie, we arrived. He says cool, but clearly tired. Yun notices that the door looks a bit odd. As they come closer, he runs ahead to remove the book he wedged in earlier and swings it open fully. Angelina raises her head. She is thirsty. The stairwell is warm and it seems to have drained her of energy on the way up. Her eyes meet the door and for a second it appears to her as if she is in a dream in which the door for some reason made no sense to her. She's fatigued. Dex becomes silent as they come closer. The tension has returned. His eyes suddenly widen and his mind wakes from the gloomy thoughts and focuses on what is ahead. She watches Yun walk out first. His tiny torchlight barely seems to hold up against the dark expanse of the unlit corridor. A few moments pass as Yun stands there, waving his light around. He notices how the corridor seems to be more spacious than he remembers. Suddenly lights appear above and stretch far ahead, revealing a barely lit straight and wide corridor, wide enough to serve as a two-way shopping cargo tunnel. Did I trigger a sensor? The place didn't light up back when we walked in. 
Yun takes a few more steps. Guys, I thought we turned right in the corridor to get to this door, no? What do you mean? She asked as they both reached it. They are all looking at the corridor that stretches ahead arrow straight from the door they are exiting from. Where did that metal door go? There was a metal door opposite of this wooden door, says Dex remembering the detail. Right? Confirms Yun. Stop playing around you two. There it is. The door is at the end of the corridor. Let's just get out of here before our batteries give up the ghosts completely, she says relieved. Despite their torchlights being able to pierce through the dark space by some distance, they do not cast a wide enough light for them to walk ahead confidently as the wall lights flicker in and out of function. The three move ahead in unison, carefully scoping the walls and the ground on their way forward as they go. It takes about four minutes to reach halfway. Yun turns around and shines a light behind them. He does not like the idea of being sneaked up upon. Guys, says Yun pointedly in a raised voice. Well, replies Dex. Shine your light on the door, says Yun with a warning tone. Dex's ears prick up in response to the aggression he hears in Yun's voice, which got him turning around pretty quickly to point his light in the same direction where the door was. Between the three of them utters no word. A thick, weighty throw to the stomach spreads among them. There is no sugar coating this. They all see it. Cluck! Where the mother clucking hell is the door gone? We saw it just now as we climbed out of it, right? What the shit is this? Yun lost it. Dex's hands lose power. Angelina is forced to support herself. Her ankle still hurts. As she turns to see Dex's mouth agape, his eyes are filled with a deep, untrusting disbelief. It is too hard to fully piece together this act of crazy that suddenly touched their reality. The door physically was there. They touched it. They walked through it. Yun removed the book that kept the door open. So what is this? The words don't come. The processing is not done. Dex just stands there stiff like an old piece of gum. The energy just drains out of him, and in contrast, Yun psychs himself out completely. His words range from a slur of hiss and sounds of regret to the spontaneous combustion of pressure waves leaving his mouth. Cluck, temple, mustard, curse, sugar-possessed, god-for-bacon, ship-ruined, cadaver-field. And on and on, Yun goes, emptying himself onto an already empty corridor that hurls his words back at him in echoes that sound mocking. His words barely make any sense. Dex whimpers and makes a dreaded sharp turn back to the front. Angelina quickly follows in his direction and makes a god-awful shriek that also sends Yun spinning around to where the two are looking. It's gone. Oh god, what is this? Where is the door? Yells Dex, his voice tearing through the air as any credence of logical explanation that might have been left over just escaped out of the hatch of sane reasonings. Where's the door we entered this more cluck building from? He screams the words out in short, measured bursts. His lungs feel as if they are going to rip. Angelina jumps up and down on one foot with her nails in her hair. Her gut squirms as she screams incensed. Both her boys have gone balulu 
The two doors are gone, vanished, replaced by smooth concrete as if the space for the doors never existed. They are trapped in a corridor that goes nowhere. The air begins to feel hot and stale. Yun feels a wobble in his stomach, as if he's about to. Dex turns around with a sound of heavy heaving and splashing and sees Yun hurling his lunch onto the ground where it spreads out as wide reaching as a tipped over bucket of filthy used up cleaning water that already was used to clean up vomit. His hurling comes accompanied with an aggressive, convulsive gurgling sound, his eyes white and the arms around the belly. The wall where there was once a door that led them out of the endlessly stretching staircase begins to change and warp and within seconds a dark, bitter cold mist rises from its surface and fully covers it in its new color, black. Wordless, they all stare at a second by second play of the wall morphing into something unreal. The temperature in the stale corridor drops noticeably. Angelina's wrists start to shake and her coffee-froth brown eyes beg for this not to be real. Dion's jet-black eyes don't want to accept the surreal that the environment is turning into. Dex's hand grabs those of Angelina's. His are dry and hot. She barely notices this action but in reflex requires his grip. Dex visibly shakes. A floating sensation makes his feet feel light but from his chest up top heavy. He points his eyes down. His feet are on the ground but it feels like as if he's standing on a firm water mattress. There is a little give. Angelina's throat tightens and dries. The mist suddenly becomes active as if whipped into a whirl. Emotion, a jittering by a great wind similar to that of a troubled sea beginning to face a storm. They shine their further weakening lights into it, but their penetration attempts end at its surface. The mist is thick as if a substance was quietly being added to this gas-like world to increase its density in becoming physical, dark, slim, elongated forms built up from it, rising from the vertical wall and into the air hovering over the ground, they seem to be dancing. All three feel a sudden pressure change. Yun grits his teeth. He senses a sharp peak muscling its way through. A threatening pressure has joined the space, inviting frightening suggestions into their minds. All of a sudden, the door reappears at the other end of the corridor. Yun sees it, and with a commanding tone, he roars. Guys! Run! Their feet fly off the ground, and the darkness hunches forward, moving swiftly towards them. The abnormal situation increases its insane intensity. The elongated forms grab at the side walls, ceiling, and floor and make motions as if they are pulling to carry the main mass forward. The three run towards the other end of the tunnel. The sound of their feet harshly hit the ground sending echoes round that make their running away sound like eight people. A voice appears in their minds, hardened by truth. There is no way to turn around and pay for an item not made in the world of the living. For a being that is always needing, searching, hurls itself forwards towards those that are of depleting. 
living energies filled with juice, a hungry foreboding and untouched truth has mixed itself in the in-between holding the ends of reality hostage. It is unforgiving and now let loose. The voice they all heard ends its announcement, filling their hearts with trouble and their lungs with built-up pressure, inviting in an overbearing weight. Harshly, they mindlessly yell. The logic is gone like an undone spell. Everything becomes a blur. The minds find no hold. There is nothing solid, so they are made to fold. Their feet glide past the concrete faster than their hearts can sustain. The echoes of moments earlier fly sidewise by their ears, echoing back all their crazies, all their fears. Louder and louder do their screams go up, more disorientated by the second their ears won't hold out. Yun's legs run so fast, they appear like the visual effect created by the flapping wings of a bee, tripling at some points. A mirage, no more could it be. Dex pursues Yun like a German Hetzer, and Angelina makes no way for wasted time, but holds on to Dex's hand without slowing them down as a second checker. Dex leads. This makes no sense, thinks Yun tired. We are running at full speed. The corridor was no way this long. We should have reached its end in seconds. What's going on? Yun's eyes maneuver round and he panics as he sees one of the elongated forms make a motion blitzing across a wall towards them, making a lasso of itself and stretching across the air. Dex turns around alarmed by Yun's reaction and sees the deadly threat. A lightning quick action engages Dex's reflexes and he ducks down. Angelina mimics his movements. Whip! A tearing of the air occurs above the heads as the molecules try to find their way back and fill the vacuum the forceful whip spread. Yun turns his head just in time to see the whip-like form retract and fall back onto the wall. Nonsense, yells Yun from a part of himself that normally is exclusively concerned with non-verbal communications. Like now, as his hands involuntarily flail forward in a way that suggests they are trying to part the air with swimming motions as if they were water, while Yun runs and his feet barely touch the ground, hopping for his life. Dex's hands squeezes hers harder, she requites it in the same way. Nothing here should be real, but this is the unreal, and worse is coming. The seemingly endless stretching corridor undergoes another unpleasant change and now morphs into a familiar one, a feeling. Intense rage. The door they are speeding towards suddenly has a change of heart and very gradually begins to sink into the concrete wall to join its smooth, solid surface. Angelina gasps for air in the wrong way and not at all in sync with her running. This messes up the rhythm of her breathing and swallowing functions. She now coughs vehemently. This throws Dex out of rhythm too. Their legs no longer run in tandem. A gap has now clearly established itself between them and Yun, which he hasn't noticed and is not looking back to discover. 
He is storming ahead fast, as if a group of superhuman strengthened bees were supporting him by the feet, which are flying across the ground, desperately trying to reach the sinking door, despite it being an unreasonable feat. Angelinus's eyes tear up wet, Dexas look glassy, he notices her desire to cry hard, he himself is not far from that point. It's gone. The three nearly fall over themselves as they come to an abrupt stop and panic becomes the matter. Out of the wall come seeping through spots of dark mist. They seem to be gaining in volume fast, reaching out in radius like thick ink that is continuously being poured onto paper. The spots begin to cover the entirety of the wall in this gradually darker getting substance. Where the wall just was, is now in its stead a lake of darkness. Elongating whip-like forms push out beyond the black wall. Meter after meter, they become longer and livelier, further stretching, forming and whirling outward, as if they were in a wild but choreographed dance. Then they freeze in place. Something within it is changing. The mist that is so black inexplicably dives into an even deeper grade of black, and with it comes yet again the now familiar threat that put them up for a run to begin with. Yun's senses spike again, and his feet twitch in different directions as his mind struggles to know where to go. An escape is not in sight. His mind is working in paths, seeking a solution, but he keeps circling back to him with no resort to hand. This through and through feels like a trap. Meanwhile, the whips on the other end remained calm as if suspended in animation. The whips have now fully formed and are primed at both ends. Things twitch incredibly fast. Rage, with no further warning, come from both ends, tearing forward the whips with a boom that rattles the ground. Like walls of extending spikes from both ends, they rapidly move towards the three. The stakes of the game have just folded over and over, elevated into a bi-quadratic mess of a situation. A new panic crashed past its previous ceiling many times over and over anew. Panic is the word, fear its walking shadow, written in the heart are what they inwardly knew but could not fathom. A voice in their minds returns. All escapes have followed the drain, and incoming flows the twisted curiosity at its most sorrowful pain. A trap from the first breath within this realm, a wiping of reality focuses no one to their names. Lights won't follow, the dark comes near, from both ends come sorrow and fear. What is this? Why is this happening, Dex? screams Angelina. Her eyes are flowing wet, her throat is fully swept, her hands clasp his even tighter than before. She cries for hope lies here no more. Dex is mute and his eyes stare out. The world before him has lost any resemblance to what he knew. The staircase the corridor, the door, not bloody this. What is this? So what if it's getting dark? Since when does the dark hurt? I sleep in the dark. So why am I pissing myself as if I'm gonna die? 
Like now, are the thoughts racing past him sharply round and round Dexter's mind. There he stands, paralyzed before the fear, the doom, the inevitable. Yun's body begins to shiver. His feet are rooted in their positions. He suddenly jerks around sharply, trying to get back to the two like a triggered off gun. But his knees give way and he tumbles to the ground and knocks his head. Stars spin in his vision, dancing, hovering all around. Dex! Angelina's distressing and pleading voice finally makes its way through, penetrating his thoughts. He turns and looks her in the eyes. They are scared beyond worried, but most pointedly, they are looking for an answer from him. But in his eyes, she can see he's second-guessing what's real and himself. A quick swipe that he barely sees coming lands on his face. A wet, high-pitched noise emits from her well-connected slap. Like a clock out of sync that is being recalibrated, Dex finds himself again and knows in which reality he is in. The bad one. He pivots and finds Yun motionless on the floor. Yun, he scrambles, heading at his direction, pulling Angelina with him. They reach him surprisingly quick and Dex on arrival kicks Yun to the head measuredly. A cough leaves Yun's chest and he worms, tilting himself to the left and right, holding onto his head. Wake up, man. We're gonna die, screams Dex. Yun gets on one knee, but is still disorientated and wobbling from side to side. He suddenly shoots up, connecting his fist with Dex's jaw in a full frontal forward leaning attack that knocks Dex back. He involuntarily jerks in a motion that sends both his feet off the ground. Angelina lets go in shock. That hurt. Dex lands on one of his shoulders and rolls with the momentum, closely pursued by an anger-fisted Yun. Dex makes use of the momentum the roll provides and is back up on his feet, although his knees feel weak. His eyes are wild as he ducks down on seeing Yun's flying incoming right hook and successfully avoids it, but is instead caught by his intentionally raised left knee, slamming into Dex's chest from which point a further two opportunistic quick jabs reach the back of his head. He jumps back and awkwardly spins in an unbalanced way, grinding his teeth in pain. Yoon leans forward. He has not had enough. Rage fills the whites in his eyes. Suddenly, Dex spins incredibly fast, twice around his axle, and a flying leg swings out of his quick rotation, connecting to Yoon's side neck and back jaw with his heel. Both land onto the ground and are impactly hurt. Hey, what's gone into you two? Stop it! Cries Angelina at the top of her lungs. The two hear nothing and stand back up. Finding the energy from nowhere, Dex takes the initiative. He creates a very quick and powerful short sprint and jumps. A headache Yun barely has the time to observe. Dex lands on both his hands and swings his two legs up. Heels first, similar to a front flip, he pulls his stomach in. Dex launches himself ahead by pushing himself off the ground. With his combined momentum and his weight, he aims both feet at Yun's chest. Yun misses the opportunity to safely dodge and throws his arms forward, making a defensive X-shape. Dex lands on target and on contact delivers an additional quick push, 
with his feet, completing the transfer of energy, sending Yun flinging backwards while Dex remains in the same spot. Yun lands on his back, his feet rise and topple past his head, forcing him to continue with the roll. At this point, Dex is on his feet and attempts another sprint. Yun still toppled and seeing flickering stars, hears him coming and grits his teeth as he forces himself to stand up. His stomach feels empty and it hurts. Dex is up in the air again, both feet up, pointed at Yun. Prepared, he swiftly sidesteps and raises one leg up. Midair catches both of his feet with his hands and lands his raised foot on Dex's hip timely and pivots using the incoming momentum to efficiently swing Dex head first slamming into the ground. Angelina shrieks freakishly as she witnesses the ugly sound of Dex's head meeting concrete. Yun wins. He is not standing up. Angelina hasn't stopped freaking and the walls of darkness, which for some reason have been in suspense, come back to life and are moving in fast. Angelina jumps to Yun's side, her feet rapidly tap the floor in a frantic chicken-like fashion as if a mouse is adamantly trying to find home between her shoes. Ignoring the pain of her hurt ankle completely, Angelina with all her strength screams, I don't want to die. Yun looks ahead and observes how the wall of black spikes consumes each sparsely spaced light source that it comes in contact with. Holy! His face develops spots of red, then it reddens fully. His fists come together to a dense ball. The teeth clasp tight. His skin is overshowered with goosebumps. He's shaking violently, not from fear but from being overtaken by multiple overlapping heats of anger. Yun loses it. Angelina bounces away from him. Her eyes are fully softened by tears that are now interrupted by his paleolithic caveman-style roar. His face changes to a hateful grimace. A pressure wave blows Yun and Angelina off their feet. Yun rolls for some moments and finds a way to stop himself. He painfully looks up. His ears are hurting with pressure. There is a ringing that does not let him hear anything else. And he sees the cause for why. Without them realizing it, a lone, long elongated part of the shadow wall sneaked up from behind them and is now recoiling high up in the air, preparing another attack. Yun catches another movement and turns his head around. He sees that Dex has quickly recovered. He is not only woken and standing, but is speedily running with Angelina, hand in hand, off to a direction away from him. The clock? Where are they running to? Questions Jung, anger-filled, and only now does he notice the singular answer to his question. At closer inspection, he observes a distant white glow that is sharply edged at the corridor wall, which Angelina and Dex are running towards. Is that a, a door? But Jung's head moves swiftly in reflex, as a heavy, intention-sounding motion registers in his field of vision. He hurls himself out of the way with a jump, just in time. A deep sounding crash blows the air apart, hurling bits of concrete at Yun's direction. He's hit by some. He lands rough on concrete bits. His knee awkwardly scrapes on them. 
Pain swiftly shoots up his head, and for a moment, desperation replaces his red-hot anger-lined, shaped face. Shit, he whimpers, as the pain brings in some sense into his mind. He realizes in which reality he finds himself in. The bad one. The tall black, elongated form makes a large, lasso-like motion, creating several small whipping sounds in the process as it suddenly pulls up and becomes longer. The tip floats at the highest point, seemingly stretching to its furthest. Ship, this is the finisher, squirms Yun audibly. His eyes intensely stare at the office, table-sized crater on the concrete ground. A sharp light catches his attention. A light shaped like a door on the wall closest to him appears. Yun bounces up, not missing a beat. His teeth clap together and the jaw muscles keep them tight. He's hurt, cut and bruised all over. He lowers his head and lets his feet fly far forwards, only hitting the ground with his toes. Half the length of a foot are toes, thinks Yun. I won't be able to keep this pressure on them for long. He powers through, but he hears something dense and rope-like moving behind them. The whip is heavy as it splits the air. A series of tearing, popping sounds echo across the shadow-filled concrete corridor. Yon needs no reminder that the whip resoundingly punches through the web of particles that makes up the stale air to reach Yon breaking sound barriers in the process. It creates a frequency similar to several fast spinning skipping ropes made from threaded metal wire, only heavier and louder. No time to look back. His vision blurs and narrows as his blood pressure heightens, focusing all the energies he has in him on his leg muscles and on staying balanced. The door of light is now just a few steps ahead of him. He jumps. Please make it. Please make it, please make it. A thunderous crash roars behind them. The earth shakes, the sound is deafening. A black curtain falls on Yun's consciousness as his life's candlelight is wavering.